0: Welcome to our next podcast. And today we have a topic that has been front of mind for us for a couple of weeks. It's been in the media quite a lot. The topic of quiet quitting. What is quiet quitting first and foremost?
1: Quiet quitting is a new term for something that's been happening for a long time. It used to be called employee disengagement, where employees become disengaged with their organization and start doing less than they used to before. It's just a new term given to it. It's now called quiet quitting. The term itself has blown up. After the TikToker posted his video, it goes like this. I recently learned about this term called
0: quiet quitting where you're not outright quitting your job, but you're quitting the idea of going above and beyond. You're still performing your duties, but you're no longer subscribing to the hustle culture mentality that work has to be your life. The reality is, it's not, and your worth as a person is not defined by your labor.
1: Essentially, what he's saying is that you're not defined by your job title. Point that he's making, which is that work is not your life. Your worth is not defined by your productive output at work. Your self worth is not defined by your job title. This is where we're getting to, especially after the past three years of constant struggle, emotional and physical but struggle for a lot of people. More and more people are realizing now that their worth is not defined by their job title. It's weird because this is what you and I came to, the point we came to five years ago, where we realized that we were putting in, or giving, almost a 100% of ourselves to our job title, to our employers. We were working ourselves to death, often in jobs that we didn't really like, and missing out missing out on spending time with our young family.
0: Contract between employer and employee. So this has not changed much over the decades. It's always been the situation where employers expect you to go above and beyond what is contractually obligated, period.
1: Yes, so m- more and more over the past, I'd say 20 years, in order to be successful at work, you needed to do more than just what's in your job contract, right? In order to excel, in order to get promoted, in order to to get an increase, you needed to do more, go over and above your basics of what was expected of you. And that is what everyone did. It's what we all did. We just started working harder and harder and harder and harder.
0: And over the past couple of years, the market has changed significantly. There has been two or three recessions, the onset of COVID, there has been the great resignation. And there's been a lot of changes over the past, I'd say, three years. I think people are looking at work and their worth differently. They are realizing that their job is not what actually defines them because life life is short. Life is short. And this past three years has highlighted that for, for many people. It's strange how... We got to that point five years ago. Our jobs did define us. We were known by our jobs. Our friendship circle was because of where we worked, of who we knew, of where we lived. And it gets to a point where you give and you give and you give to your employer and there's a tipping point that happens. And this doesn't happen for everybody. You're going to Ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? And, and for us, we got to the point where we asked that question because we were missing out on so much of our kids' lives. You land up having that conversation with yourself at some point of your life. And I think that is where a lot of people are now, especially after the past three years, asking themselves the question, is it my job that defines me? Is it worthwhile? Am I happy? Am I passionate about what I'm doing? And if the answer to any of those questions is is no, then you, you start questioning what it is that you're doing with your life. Where does your intrinsic rewards come from? For a long time, my intrinsic rewards came from the job that I did. It wasn't from a hobby or from a sport or from anything that was outside of work. So work was always the thing that gave me my intrinsic reward. And it changed when, when I faced burnout, right? When I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and I was no longer getting the same intrinsic rewards. You were just a cog in the wheel and you needed to go faster, longer, constantly. And you realize that you also don't have that intrinsic rewards coming from outside of your working environment. Which then throws you into a spiral of not being a happy bunny.
1: And that's hard because you're, you know, it's hard to let go of something you've been doing for 20 years. It's hard to change your mindset when society and your past and everything has dictated that there's a certain way to do it. I don't think it's good for anyone, for you or for the person you work for or your team that you work with for you to simply say that's it I'm not doing any more from tomorrow doing no more than just what's in my contract of employment but I think it is important to reevaluate your priorities and how you're spending your time and make sure that it it fits in with what your values are and if not then look at ways to make adjustments Right? Like you say in, in the journal that we have, look at where you are now, where you want to be and what small adjustments can you make towards moving towards where you want to be.
0: In order to live a more fulfilled life. Yeah. That's really what it is, right? It's redefining what a fulfilled life actually means to you as the person. And for some people, all their lives is about their job. And there's no right or wrong in that. It's, it's really about where does that intrinsic reward actually come from. If you find that you are passionate about the job that you do, it won't feel like a job to you. But if you aren't and you don't feel that passion towards what you do, then it will always just be a job. The rewards will be lacking. You will always be wondering, I want more from life, but I don't know what that means for me. Because you're not getting those intrinsic rewards from what you're doing. You are not passionate about your job, about what you do. And that will lead to a less fulfilled life, I think. We were so ingrained in the corporate world for such a long time that when we eventually stepped outside of it, because I was going to have a nervous breakdown, we stepped outside of that bounds and started concentrating on the side hustle, which then gave us that intrinsic rewards that we were getting from our corporate environment and was like, wow, that's... I don't even think at the time whether we realized that we we had we had substituted that intrinsic rewards that we were getting from one from one side to getting it from something completely different, and that just created an immense amount of balance in our life and it restored it restored order and harmony. Our life trajectory changed because of just that one thing. Options that you own.
1: One of the key things for me is that you need to own, like we need to own that we have control over our situation. You know, it's, it's easy to blame your employer. It's easy to get pissed off with your boss. It's easy to say that company needs to do more of this or this is what's this, the rule society has in place. That's just the way it is. Um, but nothing is just the way it is. In fact, everything is the way it is because someone thought it about it and made it that way and we can just as easily think about it and make it a different way but it's that control that you have over your own life and where you spend your time that you need to you need to own right i am allowed to define who i am where i spend my time my self-worth and i am allowed to find ways to make sure that I spend every hour of my day doing what I love doing.
0: So you're right, as you say, you know, we have options. Our World School of Friends found themselves in exactly the same situation as what we did. They all stepped outside of their corporate environment because there was the lack of intrinsic reward that was throwing off the balance in their life. They were all defined by their job title at some point or the other, which is a very hard thing to overcome. They gave themselves options. They, they owned the option and they said, I'm no longer going to do this. I'm going to do something else. They had stepped outside of the box that they had been painted in for such a long time. And we talk a lot, we talk a lot about stepping outside or thinking outside of the box right thinking outside of the box that society places you in liberates you and sets you on a course to your own greatness that's what i personally believe your options are endless your job opportunities are endless where you can live is endless we only have one earth but you can live anywhere on this earth that you choose to live We have a friend of ours that is now in the process of stepping outside of the box that she knew and applying for a job in Spain from South Africa, which is something that she never ever thought of. And the the only reason she's thinking about it now is because the balance in her life has been thrown off. She's working her ass off and not having those rewards and not having a life that is fulfilled. And she's realizing she can step outside of the box, she can apply for a job in Madrid, the company that she works for is an import and export company, she can do that from anywhere in the world, anywhere.
1: That's the thing, even if your your job is tied to a location, you can still choose that location. And it might mean learning a new language and it might mean moving to a different continent and it might mean a whole host of other things, but none of them are obstacles that you can't overcome. Why do some people let the obstacles stop them, limit them?
0: That's a good question. And those obstacles, I think, um, you can overcome with a couple of core beliefs. And and this is actually my belief. Um, Number one, I can learn anything that I choose to learn. Number two, once I've learned that thing, I can become proficient in that specific thing. And three, I can choose to create the future that I want to live in. Right. Those three fundamental beliefs that kind of drives everything that we do as, as a family. Having that beliefs helps you overcome some of the obstacles that you, that you face in life and you will face those obstacles and just having those as a, or for me anyway, having those as a clear stake in the sand. Beliefs that I have validated and qualified over and over and over in my life. So I know that they are true. I'm not just saying them because I sucked them out of my big toe or because I read them somewhere. It's because they are fundamentally part of of what I believe. Quiet quitting or not.
1: Bottom line is we all need to decide whether or not we want to quite quit. And it boils down to thinking about how we're spending our time and if that fits in with what our priorities and our values are. Whether where you're spending your time matches your priorities and values in life. Like sometimes we have to do something in the short term in order to get your long term goal. Like the time we decided to move to Spain we had put all the plans in action including renting our house and then we didn't get our visa in time so for three months we lived in we didn't live in our car but we traveled around the world we were, i mean around california we were nomadic i we didn't have a home to go to while we were waiting for our visa sometimes you have to step through the steps that you don't particularly want to be in in order to get to your end goal as long as you know That what you're doing right now is helping you work towards your end goal.
0: And your path, your end goal is never linear. It's never a straight line. It is curves and bends and dips and Hoops. hoops that you need to jump through. And it's always keeping your end goal in mind as you're going through these twists and turns on your journey, right? So something that you said earlier resonated with me quite profoundly and maybe this is as a closing statement, right? The whole premise of quitting, not quitting, the whole conversation around quiet quitting and where you go and what you do going forward, I think is based on on three key things that you had mentioned earlier. You need to decide for yourself whether you're going to be quiet quitting or not. And that is based on knowing that the time that you're spending today equals your values and your priorities that you have today and if that is out of sync in any way shape or form then you're going to find your life in complete unbalance
1: if what you value is not where you spend your time then where is your priority you're prioritizing someone else's company someone else's business someone else's someone else essentially over your own values over your over what's important to you if what you're doing is a stepping stone towards where you ultimately want to be. Those are the twists and curves we spoke about before, right? If you're still ultimately working towards your end goal, then that's fine. But if you don't have that end goal in mind, and you're just aimlessly working hard at becoming the best, whatever your job title is, right? But it doesn't match what your values are, then there's going to be internal conflict. Now, the... The trick or the the problem is when I think because society is dictated for so long, we put so much value on our job title.
0: So final thoughts. I think final thoughts for me is take some time to reflect on where your intrinsic rewards are coming from. If that is from your professional life or from your personal life, it will help guide you to finding balance in your life
1: yeah i think bottom line for me is don't don't wait for your boss to change for your company to change for the world to change you have the power and the control to be in the situation that you want to be in and you can make that change anytime you want to so join us next time for more thoughtful discussion around how we can live our best lives